Hello and welcome to this topical life. Today we have um, a running candidate for Westland um, Wilsonville Schools, Gail Greenman, and she's running for position two. And um, I am just so glad you are here and that we actually met a couple weeks ago at um, a meet and greet yes. for candidacy. And um, I just thought my first impression is like, wow, she's so super approachable, super approachable, super sweet. Um, easy to have a conversation with, um, anyone that comes in your path is lucky to meet you, honestly. So, um, and hopefully a lot of people, a lot more people will, because I think you have a lot of great things, um, in vision for this community. And it's just so clear you've, I mean, the experience is just out the window. I mean, we would have to have, I think probably like four or five podcasts to cover everything <laughs> that you've done. So we won't do that today. We're going to highlight what you guys need to know. And um, I'm gonna start out first with uh, her telling just a little bit about herself. Um, and then we'll get more in depth as that as we unfold like your vision for this community. Um, but um, I mean, you have a husband and let's just start there. Well, first, thank you for having me. Um, and those words are so kind, they literally uh, bring tears to my eyes. And that's, Aww, that's, that's very sweet of you. One yeah. of, I mean, one of the things I enjoy most about life is people and meeting people. And it's been part of my, you know, profession is to engage and talk and collaborate with people. And so um, that, that really does warm my heart. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I feeling is mutual Thank for you. sure. Thank for you. sure. <laughs> so, but yes, I'm um, married mom of two girls in um, second and fourth grade. Uh, they're seven and just turned 10 years old. Um, uh, we've lived here since July of 2010 and prior to that we lived in Malala and prior to me moving to Oregon I lived in um, the suburbs of Washington DC so where I was born raised and started my professional career Wow mm -hmm. so then again what brought you to Oregon then uh, <laughs> the funny story is I uh, I worked for a federal elementary secondary education issue and you know, lobbied that on Capitol Hill for many, many years. Uh, in the course of that, you know, you go to hundreds of congressional offices, meet lots of people. I lobbied my husband, and that is how we met. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, really? So, so is he from here then? He is. He yeah. is. He was uh, he, right over the river in Oregon City is really? where he was raised. Yep, oh and my, uh, my in-laws are still there, and uh, um, so we have family close, and it's it's. It's just been an awesome experience. Do you love living in Oregon? I do. I do. Yeah. I, you know, there are things that I miss about D.C., certainly. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I know having lived in D.C. for many, many, many years, there are things that um, I never got to experience that I get to in Oregon. So, uh, you know, I always say I have the best of both worlds. I mm -hmm. live in this beautiful state in this wonderful community. I travel for work um, often to D.C., so I get to see my family that's back there and uh, my friends that are back there and certainly get that, that hustle and bustle, you know. So yeah, it's like I two get, different I, worlds. I do, and I get the best of both of them. It's yeah. wonderful. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, okay, so let's talk about, um, okay, so what, yeah, we covered that. Let's talk about um, the what your vision is for mm -hmm. this this candidacy. Like, mm -hmm. you, um, on... If you guys have seen around town, um, there's uh, cards that go around about why am I running, why, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I just feel like we could expand on this, this first sentence that you wrote in, um, in a card thing. It mm -hmm. says, um, I am running to stay true to my deep belief that when you see a problem, you do something to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And I just think, I mean, 
say no more. I mean, if you're willing to go there and do the, do the hard work and, you know, fulfill all, you know, that's a loaded, that's a loaded mm -hmm. statement, you know? Yes. And, um, and I think that, uh, I think you have the background to do that. Um, I it's, so let's talk more, like, let's talk about that. Like what, um, communication, advocacy, student yeah. involvement and resources, like yeah. let's, expand on what you want yeah. about all of that absolutely so running. we live in a wonderful community and we have an amazing school district and i do think there are things that we can do better and that, that's really what they're high that's why i've highlighted those three items is really the the tenets of of my candidacy and what i believe really deeply in and what i want to bring to the school board so starting with student resources and um i was at a board meeting in late february and one of the things that occurred in that board meeting where there were several students that got up and told their stories. Um, they were all stories of pain. They were all unique, uh, but they all had one thing in common, and that was um, in some iteration, they all said, we didn't know where to go when, like, we didn't know where to go for help. And it just, I almost stood frozen because I sat there and as I was listening to them, I thought to myself, how can we be in 2019? We have, you know, computers in our pockets. We have all of these resources around us, and yet it doesn't do any good if we are not constantly pushing that out to kids so they don't have to seek it out when they're in a moment of crisis. Because when somebody's in a moment of crisis, oftentimes they, they aren't able to seek it out. They're not in that they're not in that state to be able to do that. So constantly pushing information out to them so they can they have access to it when they when they need it the most. And right. um, and also to talk to students, you know, especially the ones who share their stories and say, what do you wish would have been available? What what did you not have that you would wish for another student to have in their moment of crisis? And that, you know, that gets expanded to what I would really like to see on our school board as a student member of the Board of Education. So I had the experience to run um, as a student member of the Board of Education in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. in 1991. Wow. And uh, ironically enough, uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, which is the, my school district where I went to school, was the first one in the country to have a student member of the board dating back to 1977. And since that time, there are hundreds of student members of the Boards of Education around the country and right here in Oregon, they all take on a different, um, they're all unique. Some are elections, some are appointments, some are nominations. I mean, it just, it, there are various ways to do it. But for me, what like a wonderful gift for me as an adult, for our school district, for our school board, for the community to have a student representative on our board of education to share their views. I don't have the ability to put myself in my at like in my adolescent brain dealing with what kids are dealing with now we didn't have cell phones we didn't have social media we didn't there wasn't a camera everywhere you went um, and it's very hard for me to even understand how i would have dealt with that when i was 16 mm -hmm. 15 14 10 you know 10 years old and i think that it would just be an amazing gift for us to really reach out to them on a consistent basis and you can do that when they are a part and they are a member of the board of education i think it would be a wonderful gift for students what a well, great way absolutely. to learn civics and learn how a right. governmental agency runs and and just be involved in your community and i just i that's something that's really important to me that i would really like to focus on well and i think that actually really could come true because it doesn't sound like dollar signs are flying out in the air for that no not at I all i mean that's what's 
you know, sometimes these decisions just come down to money, you know, mm -hmm. um, but this is absolutely not. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's more just like totally doable mm -hmm. and kids definitely want to get involved. I mean, it's like student council to another level. Honestly. That's right. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Just That's exactly what it is. Level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a little unique thing about her candidacy is that, um, and with Christy Thompson, who also talked as well, is that you guys are kind of running a little bit together, mm -hmm. um, side by side. Now she's position four, you're position two, right? Correct. So, um, but you guys have also gleaned on each other with, I mean, you guys have separate, um, maybe like focuses mm -hmm. more so, but mm -hmm. definitely united in mm -hmm. that as well. Like, and your viewpoints and all this kind of stuff. And so, I mean, how great it would be for both of you to get voted in as well. Just a head start in getting things done and that kind of thing. Is that, I mean, because this is a very rare, you don't, you don't really hear two candidates running together, right. more or less. So, you said that you didn't even really know each other. Nope. And let's unpack yeah. that a little bit. So, yeah. so it, you know, the fascinating thing about this whole process is kind of the organic nature that that it's that taken on christy and i did not know each other before we had never met before entering um entering this process mm -hmm. um the reason we did met meet is that we had a couple people who were supportive of both of us and that's really kind of how it all began um we're very very different people yeah and uh and yet we I think that's just the beauty of, of collaboration and, and, and meeting new people. Um, and we've talked Chrissy and I have talked about it quite a bit, you know, how different we are, our different backgrounds, our different strengths. And, and it just was a, it just, it was just natural. It just, um, and, you know, having the people who are supporting us, who have, um, given their time, um, and their energy and their love and their support um, through this process has has been um, humbling and and just um, um, just really heartwarming and so that's that's how kind of the the campaign events if you will we had one in Wilsonville we had one in West Lynn and um, these our supporters organize them for us yeah and, and that's kind of how it was born yeah I just think that's yeah. so unique and awesome yeah and for being how different you both are mm -hmm. um it's so clear that you're on the same mission though mm -hmm. you know and I think right. you you too that you want to be a voice you know for the students and the teachers and the and the parents and the whole shebang right. and willing to do what it takes to that's to right. make that happen. Yeah, you know? we're, we're two moms. We're two, you know, mothers who love our school district, who mm -hmm. um, have definitely been involved in uh, our schools. We, you know, we go to, our, our kids are different ages, um, and, you know, her kids are at uh, Wilsonville, and my kids are... Um, and you have more youngers. I have younger ones. So, I have I'm second and fourth grade yeah. um, in, here in West Lynn. And um, so we're, awesome. we're two moms who found each other by accident. It was really serendipitous. And... Yeah. Um, you know, my, my world's better place for having all these amazing people in it that I didn't know before. And that's really meeting you that that's truly been the, the most wonderful gift of, of this campaign is meeting people that I didn't know, hearing their stories, people who I didn't know, trusting me with their stories. Yeah. Um, and even people that I did know that I didn't know their stories and that they've since shared and the, I mean to me that's what this campaign is and this election is about for me it's always been about five things kids parents district employees that's inclusive of teachers of administrators of classified employees 
um, of the family because when one kid you know is struggling or has an issue at school, it can affect the whole family, and then and then the community. So really, those those are the five reasons that I'm running. Service has always been really important to me. Given giving back to my community has always been very important to me. It's something that I've held near and dear, and that's really the the genesis for all of this. Yeah, it, well, it's clear and all of it and just the pamphlets and the what you say and all the research I mean there's you 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 do a lot of like background research stuff like mm-hmm. you know a lot about legislature and mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. um which I think is a really unique part about you to have mm-hmm. that you know um also, she brought over this really cool board, which we will take <laughs> pictures of because it's, I, I guess you said that you bring this everywhere you go. I do. I do. And um, I, I just, it's, you know, it's pretty simple in terms of just, your, it's what are your hopes and dreams for the West Wilson Hopes and schools. dreams. For, she mm-hmm. is literally <laughs> carrying your hopes and dreams for Westland Wilsonville wherever she goes. Literally. Like yeah. she walks through the door and I was just like, okay, what's that? And it's this <laughs> giant it's like one of those, um, looks like one of those science fair. That's exactly what, is that I, what call it is? It. I, it, okay. I think it has a name, but I call it a science fair board. <laughs> it's a science fair board. It stands up straight and it hopes and dreams. And so can, uh, I, like, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see. I'm really super old. But I, you, I see some of the, so people at different events that you've gone to, they put things that um, they want to see change or like things that are they're passionate about or that. That's that, exactly what it is. Okay. Yeah. So do you want to, um, say some of those sure like what what are some people in the community saying um that they need help with and change and all that kind of stuff like sure this is your own voice out here it is because this is yeah so more ias equity access across schools in the district um, differentiate our classrooms safe classrooms with positive learning environments low class size cap and class size transparency um listen to parents know that my voice matters um and then this um, my daughter, my seven-year-old, wanted to participate, and she is really striking to me. She wrote, "Learn about fire drills," and the reason that that's so striking to me is in January, uh, we were at a small diner. Um, my just it was just me and my daughters, and we were headed over to Wilson High School where we were meeting my husband and going to watch a dear friend's um, daughter and her basketball game. And so I just grabbed the girls for a quick dinner. It was crowded. Every table was full. It's a really small restaurant, like eight tables. Took a while to order. Took a while to get our food. So we play hangman and, you know, I spy and all of that. And my daughter um, looked around. And, you know, she I can almost tell sometimes when she's going to ask a question. And I, you never know what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she kind of looked around. And she said, um, Mom... Do you think that they practice lockdown drills here? Oh. And I froze and I said, um, huh? And you know, you freeze and you're hoping that you heard her wrong, but I knew that I hadn't. And I said, well, Ava, um, what did you say? She's like, do you think they practice lockdowns here? I said, well, I don't think so. And I just kind of scanned the immediate area to see if there was anything that I could see that would make her ask that question it's it's a loaded it's quite a question for a seven-year-old to ask and and I said well no I don't think they do and she said well what if a bad person were going to come in and hurt us and I said I don't think that will happen but what if somebody comes in and tries to hurt us and I said well I would jump on you and protect you and I just it was it was 
it just shook me to the core that my daughter, who um, doesn't display any kind of outward stressors like that in general, clearly she is internalizing these things. And I think that was, it was just a learning moment for me. Wow. I had the luxury of going to school when school shootings weren't in our vernacular. They weren't, they weren't talked about. I graduated high school in, in 1992. And, um, and these are things that kids are internalizing that we don't even realize. And of course it's important for them to practice fire drills and lockdowns and lockouts and our district does a great job and utilizes um, yeah. like I love you guys.org which is just a phenomenal organization but just the internal workings of a child and and you know you know going back to like the, my adolescent brain or even my young self wow how would I have internalized that I have no idea I have no idea but clearly that's a stress that I think kids are probably dealing with and you know for her it came out in the form of a question at dinner one night and and then she chose when she wanted to participate in this board she chose to write about fire drills so clearly for at least for my child I can't imagine that she's the only one thinks about these things and uh it just um for me that's just a learning moment wow I mean they are just dealing with so much that we never had to and maybe talking about it more, explaining things more, whether it be, you know, from parents or from the schools or a combination of everything. Maybe maybe some of the stressors that we're seeing that we're seeing are because of things like this. Yeah. And um, I just think I just think going back to, you know, communication, there is so much that we can learn from our kids. I mean, I learn, <laughs> I learn things every day from my children. Absolutely. And, um, things I don't want to learn. <laughs> things I don't want to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their quotes. I, yeah. I had a, um, you know, those Facebook memories pop yeah, yeah. up and I, yeah. I try to keep a running list of my kids quotes and <laughs> one popped up from, from five years ago and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't help but chuckle, but they, they have some doozies and I just, um, I do, I keep a running list of them so I can, pass them on to them when, when they're parents and they are, some of them are poignant, you know, do you think a bad man would come in and hurt us? Right. Um, yeah. And some of them are just funny and they have started from the minute that they could talk. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they will throw you for a loop every time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, we've got yeah. some of those too. But isn't it sad though? Like when you're looking at your kid and they're so little, mm-hmm. you know, and they say something like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's just so heartbreaking, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it that's just, our reality. It, it is. It Their is. reality yeah. more so, but yeah. it's our reality, reality as parents though too. That's right. That's Having right. to wonder mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like public school. Absolutely. I don't want my kid to stay at home. Yeah. I love them, but I mean, just, I like the idea of public school mm-hmm. and just them getting out in the world and that kind of thing. And then, but we as parents trying to prep them and, yeah. you know, just, yeah, that, that it almost, it's like when I talk about bad guys in schools, it's almost like having a sex talk with my kid. You just become robotical mm-hmm. and it becomes very like, just, I need to say this because, mm-hmm. and it's just, it just feels so out of body mm-hmm. sometimes. Like it, does. it feels out of body to talk about, 
Um, and just thinking about those who have lost, Mm -hmm. I mean, just those who have lost, you know, and they don't understand that, that kind of reality for a lot of people. They don't understand what, maybe what parents have lost in the, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they see it as their daily life, but like as a parent, we're looking at it as like what people have lost, what we could lose. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, educating them on what to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, that's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot. And, you know, and through this, through you running too, I just, I think, you know, you are willing to listen to, listen to that and listen to the stories and really be an advocate for parents and the kids and everybody. I mean, there is no page unturned, um, if it's presented, you know, and speaking of that, um, with voting, um, you know, you see a problem, you want to tackle it. That's mm-hmm. your deep belief. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I would say for me, and I think I mentioned this in, in Christy when I was talking to her too, was that I think as a parent um, and a voter too, I I kind of looked at things as like, as something was wrong with my kid, then I would deal with it then. Mm-hmm. Like something in the classroom or something, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, then I would get involved. Mm-hmm. But now that my kids are a little bit older, I'm starting to see just how impactful it is to be not only just a voter, but just kind of opening your eyes to what you can, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, those moms out there who, um, have babies at home and is just struggling day to day, just even having your one vote is such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, because that impacts your kids when they get into school. Mm -hmm. And I've, and I've seen, I mean, I've been here long enough to know in West Lynn that the decisions that were made a long time ago do affect my kids now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I really am thankful. And that's how we can keep this going. It's just voting, doing what you can, when you can, it's not as overwhelming as you might seem. Right. You know? Right. Well, in Oregon, Oregon makes it so easy. Vote by mail. Your ballot literally comes to your mailbox yeah. and you can send it, you can mail it back in. There are ballot boxes around town here. They're um, in Westland. They're at city hall and our library and in Wilsonville there, um, I believe it's city, the ballot boxes at city hall. So there are a number of ways, I mean, and, and it's why we have such a high voter turnout in general. Oregon is typically um, on the higher end compared to other states. Um, and I, I share a story, and when I, I wrote it on my website when I uh, was developing it, mm-hmm. um, and it's a story that I've always held near and dear. I don't know if you've heard me say it before, but you know, it was November, it was 1980. Um, my father took my father went to vote and he took me with him. I was six oh, years old. Yeah, I did hear this. This is yeah. awesome. This is awesome. And um, in Maryland, we use schools to vote. So election day, schools are closed, and you know, cafeterias, all-purpose rooms, whatever it is, have um, have the well. Back then, it was the old school ballot boxes, right? And right. so we went, and you go to the table, and you know, the the volunteers give you your ballot, and it you, they always stuff it in a. Um, almost like kind of like a receipt a book at, or a, a, a ticket book at a restaurant when they hand you the bill kind oh, of yeah. like that it was but it was a because hard plastic to make case. it yeah secret. to make it private yeah. and uh so they handed it to him and we went over to remember the old school ballot boxes and he stood me on his feet and he explained to me the importance of what we're doing and how it's not only our right it's our obligation and he um, took my hand and on that on the metal lever and guided it down and we punched it together, Aww. and um, you know that now infamous Chad and uh, um, and we went over and we got put it back in the black little case hard case and dumped it in the ballot box and um, 
and then got chased off because I wasn't 18, so I wasn't supposed to be quote unquote voting. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, but my dad did it to really illustrate the, you know, the, the point that it's so, um, it's so important to have your voice heard. And we are lucky because not everybody has that right. right. It's and easy to, that's right. That's blow right. Over that. yeah. yeah. You know, my, it's funny. My grandmother turned 102 this week. Wow. Actually my dad's mom, uh, my last grandparent. Aww. And, uh, um, I'm so lucky. I, 44, almost 45 years old. Yeah, and you I are still very have fortunate. a grandparent. Yeah. yeah. And I had all the other three for a very long time as well. And, uh, you know, and I was thinking about it I, and I, I put it on my Facebook page just because I love learning from young people and our kids and I love learning from our elderly. They have so much Absolutely. to offer. Right. And I was like, wow, my grandmother was born before women had the right to oh, vote. I mean, it was yeah. like, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, it just, I'd never really thought about it before. Um, so it is. It's so important. It's something that everybody could do. Um, I would humbly um, and be honored if some, if people would consider casting their vote for me on May 21st. Ballots are going to drop next week. Right. Um, so you can vote at any time. You don't have to wait till the 21st. Uh, but it is. It's so important. And that, that process and that belief in... Um, public agencies that are are there ultimately to to help us but like really understanding that process and you know there's another story about my my dad and I, I had not actually thought about it until just now my brother was a baby I think he was one so I'm gonna say I was six or seven okay. and uh, he took us to McDonald's I don't know where my sister was but it was just me and my my brother which actually is an important part, point of the story why my sister because my sister wasn't there and he took us to McDonald's. I remember those days, like, Happy Meals weren't available every day. It was, like, a really big deal. Oh, okay. And we got the real glasses with Ronald McDonald Ooh. or the Hamburglar on it. And so he took us for a special treat, and we parked, and we came out. and Or we parked, we went in, we ate, came out. And he had a ticket on his car, like a parking ticket. I was like, oh. what? And, um, <laughs> and he, he was so frustrated. He's like... I didn't park in a disabled space. There was no sign. And when we pulled out, the markings of the disabled space had really been rubbed off. You couldn't really see, see it. So it needed to be repainted because he would never do that. Right. This was, I'm going to guess, a $10 parking ticket. But he was really upset. And we we went to court to argue it. I, had, I, was, in I was in third grade, so I must have been eight because I remember what I was wearing. I was wearing this brown corduroy dress thing. <laughs> You're in court that day. I was in court gonna... that day. He <laughs> he took me out of school. Oh my we gosh. went to court and he said, "Judge, this is what happened." And by the way, the day it happened, we went home, we got the camera, we went back, we took oh, pictures. Good I mean, idea. it was like the yeah. whole thing and he was like, "No, this isn't right." And I understand that what I did was was wrong. I would never park in a disabled space. But there's no marking and they need a, you know, they need to repaint it. It's impossible to see. So we go to court. My dad has pictures. He has the whole thing. He's like, judge, he said, I would never do this. You know, and judge said, sir, you're absolutely right. Like moving on, like ticket dismissed, whatever it was. <laughs> Here's not my dad. My dad's like, well, I brought my daughter. She's in third grade and I really want to show her the importance of, you know, what, what we have in our country. And it's, you know, 
it's a be- you know it's a beautiful thing. It's a great thing to vote, and it's a great thing to be able to have your voice heard. And that's what we're doing here. And I'd like her to tell you a little bit about it. And I kind of remember as an adult, I can look back and judge. Just like, okay, okay. <laughs> right, yeah. And I start out. Well, my daddy took us to McDonald's, and I go there oh, the whole story. Oh my god! But that's how your I was. Daddy. Yeah, I was really. I was. I was. I was just raised to. Um, you know, believe that your your vote matters. Your vote is important. It's it's our obligation, and and that there are that our voices can and should be heard. And yeah. I, you know, I I really had not thought about that McDonald's ticketing that story. That is yeah, that yeah. is yeah. good stuff right there. That <laughs> I can literally stuff. remember what I was wearing because I hated that dress, and that's what my parents made me yeah, wear. Yeah, I have a few outfits <laughs> I can recall as well. I think it had red trim in addition to the brown corduroy. Well. <laughs> kind of looks like or sounds like the ronald mcdonald um outfit right like didn't he have like that's very true creepy, that's very he's true. a creepy guy so oh. and my i said well why can't the, the important part about my sister not being there she was older right um, okay. well, she was she's younger than me but older than my brother i said well neil can go and he, he was like one and a half <laughs> no he, he cannot go <laughs> neil, oh my gosh so that's great. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, thought back on some things like the voting experience and this thing that I just thought of here talking to you and wow. I mean, there, there are things that clearly happened and, um, to me and, 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 and how I was raised that most definitely affect the person that I am today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so clear. I must be so <laughs> proud of you too. I hope so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Um, um, they, you know, they're, they don't get out here as much as I'd like. They're probably out here two to four times a year. Yeah. Um, they still live in DC and I have to share them with my brother and sister-in-law and my nieces who right. are in Southern Florida oh, okay. and my sister who is um, just outside of Philadelphia. So they, Oh wow. You guys are all separate. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, so they, they spent a lot of time on a train and on a plane and right. in a car. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say they must yeah. just, I would just like rent an apartment and just go stay with my kids right? around the country. I have suggested that. <laughs> I mean, you'd save tons of money. I, I have. I have made that suggestion. I was like, hey, why don't you just rent something or buy something? Right. Come whenever you want and leave stuff here. And yeah. yeah, my husband and I have actually talked about that too. That I would love to just rent like a really nice place, mm-hmm. you know, with an extra bedroom that if anyone comes, they can stay or whatever. Sure. But like, I want to be going, mm-hmm. you know, and seeing all the kids and their stuff and whatever. But. Um, Gail, I just, um, love talking to you and, um, I just, your passion for all this is awesome. Is there anything that you want to add to this? Like, um, as far as what you're running or uh, like what to say to the voters and just any of that? Sure. Sure. Well, I think the other thing that I haven't talked a lot about is my public policy advocacy experience. Um, I spent 20 years, uh, more than 20 years reading, writing, understanding, legislation and regulation time it is it's like a lifetime it is it's all i've ever done actually it's been my entire professional career uh it it started by accident as i guess most of these things do i uh, i went to indiana um, for my undergrad and i had two majors in two different colleges so one was in arts and sciences and one was in the college of education and i got through all of my education coursework and it came time for me to student teach And I just couldn't get rid of my policy bug that was really born in high school. And so I had the opportunity. um, I found a professor who was willing to sponsor me. And um, I think I got 15 credits. I went back to D.C., um, did an internship, 
and my 15 credits wrote, didn't write on the internship. It wrote on one paper that I had to oh turn into him. Gosh. And I literally remember like shaking as I'm giving it to him. He slowly <laughs> pulled it out of my hand. He's like, it's going to be okay. But one, I mean, it was right. a gamble. It was yeah, a gamble. One a paper gamble. and 15 credits. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Leroy Rieselbach. I will never forget him. Uh, that was my professor's name. Uh, but anyway, so I did this internship and I uh, went back and um, graduated and came back to D.C., uh, worked for um, in a professional internship capacity for the American Federation of Teachers. And um, and then my boss from the previous internship had called me, said, hey, come on over, you know, meet me for a beer. So I went over there and, and he said, well, I didn't really tell you this and this isn't really a job interview. I have a job open and I want to offer it to you. It's yours if you want it. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been interviewing a couple places. I was in some um, final rounds for, for two other organizations. And there was something about working for them that I absolutely loved um, when I interned for them. I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. And so um, I worked there for 10 years, um, left as their director of government relations. It was just an experience of a lifetime, but it was in that capacity that I um, really learned, got, you know, learned how to read, write, analyze um, legislation. I did all of that. There's stuff that I've written that's in, you know, statute today that wow. I'm really proud of. And, wow. and then, but it, even more important, and I remember when I got this duty, this other duties or other jobs as assigned, right. and I got charged with doing kind of all the economic analysis for it. And so I had to take the legislation and break it down into essentially an Excel spreadsheet, an alge algebraic equation saying, okay, this is the law and this is what this means for this school district. And so there were about 1,500 school districts at the time Jeez. that were eligible for funds from these programs. And then the other part of it was, okay, well, if we made this change, how would that affect everybody? Or if we did this? And um, I did that for years and years. There were a lot of late nights. And one of my um, proudest professional moments, it was either in the late 90s or maybe 2000. And there was a, a hearing on Capitol Hill, and there was a member who was going to offer an amendment to completely wipe out one section of the children that were eligible for this program. So the program was based on certain um, certain categories of kids, and then um, the school district received funds for those kids. So this member wanted to wipe out an entire section. Jeez. So it was before shared drives. It was before Dropbox. It was before smartphones. It was you know before all of that. And I got a call saying, hey, Gail, this this is going to come up. It was about seven o'clock at night. This is going to come up and we got to do something about it. So I went back to the office and it was my, uh, uh, I was like, wow, I'm really on my own right now. I don't have anybody to vet this through to make sure I worked through the night and I got that information over to the committee, like probably about six or seven the next morning. I said, here's the effect. If this happens, this is what currently, this is what the law currently looks like. If this happens, this is what it looks like now. And there were districts that would have been eliminated from the program. There were districts that would have stayed in the program that would have had a lot less funding. And the hearing went on at about 10 o'clock that morning. And I got a call probably by 11 o'clock or noon. And they said, we kept those kids in. And the work that you did is the only reason that that happened. And that's probably like, that's oh something like I've always held near and dear. And so my, you know, that's my boss really trusted me. Um, entrusted me with that job that I, you know, 
I didn't know what I was doing when I first got into it. There was no manual that I could read. It was just something that I had to learn over the course of many, many years. And um, so, but that's the type of work that I got to do and knowing that I, you know, helped individual school districts and really saw the, 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 why that mattered. And um, yeah, I mean, you yeah. did all the research behind that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all and night long. Yeah, for that particular night. Yeah, it took me all night because I, I got it done. I think it was yeah. done about 2 a.m. And I realized I had made a mistake. I was like, oh, no. at the very beginning because something didn't look right and start all over. Yeah, yeah. And so I finished up at about, I think it was about 6 or 7. <laughs> but it really it was um, that, that I was like, wow. I was like, that You really, made a huge yeah, difference. Yeah. Like you actually did yeah, that. Yeah, And so it, it, you know, it takes, it just, it's, it just takes work, it takes love, it takes passion, and that's what I want to bring to the school board. Well, you've made that happen. I, <laughs> I can't imagine what you'd make happen well, around you. here. I mean, geez, that's thank amazing. You. And just listening to people. I, I, love, I love people. I love talking to people. I think we started out talking about that, and communication is a really important part of, um, of my campaign and, you know, pledging and promising to do just kind of town halls or coffee, you know, community coffees, whatever kind of nexus they take on in both Wilsonville and in Westland, just offering parents, community members, students, uh, hey, do you just want to come talk? Is this what you're experiencing or what's good that's happening? You know, anything that they want to share in a less formal, um, less intimidating environment than kind of a formal school board meeting. Those are something. Those are some things that are really important to me. Yeah, I can tell. Well, that speaks a lot to me too because it's like, like what I said before, just the idea of going to a school board meeting. I mean, when you get those emails, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, I, I think school board meeting. I think that sounds like a lot of words I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, like I don't got time for that, or I that sounds too much, or whatever, you know. But having made that hump and actually kind of doing some of this stuff. I mean, I'm not speaking for everybody, obviously. I know I have a ton of friends who are like, go get her, like, of course. go to those meetings and they make stuff happen. Yep. I'm just not, I'm, my eyes are open to it. But, um, but what you're saying though, like mm -hmm. the, the, and then, you know, you being that person that is willing to just sit down like this and have a conversation and just be like, what is the problem? What is the, you know, what is, what needs to be done? And, um, Full confidence that you are legit and awesome and you need Thank to you. be voted in. Thank you so much. Seriously. Um, so, yeah, so the last time, the last day is actually technically May 20th, really, because... May 21st, May by 20, 8 p.m. Okay, mm -hmm. May 21st, mm -hmm. 8 Okay, but look for those mailboxes because... Um, look in your mailbox because the ballot is coming up, like, next week, right? Next week. They'll next drop week. next week. Yep. And if you haven't already, there's already written up in a pamphlet as mm -hmm. well about the mm -hmm. candidates and stuff and wonderful stuff there. But um, I encourage you people out there to uh, have other people listen to this so that you can have an idea of what um, these candidates are about and just their hearts. And just, again, thanks for coming and... Um, I'll see you around. Oh my gosh, the thanks is mine. I, I just, what a wonderful, what a wonderful conversation. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. this is awesome. And just, we are going to end this conversation, but um, I will just go ahead and throw in there that <laughs> we both discovered that we're total cat people. <laughs> so we're going to, um, we're going to end this, but 
her and I are going to continue talking about cats. So um, anyway, um, have a great day and thank you for listening to this topical life and we'll catch you later.